a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Next is now. It is time for Next is Now, looking at what's coming, what's right ahead of us, and how it's impacting us right here today. And as we've been discussing, uh, the California Governor Gavin Newsom is facing a recall election today. He could become only the second governor ever recalled in the Sunshine, not the Sunshine State, the Golden State. <laughs> Well, we'll save the other for uh, Florida. Florida might be offended by that. Uh, of course, Gray Davis in 2003 was recalled and replaced by Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, who went on uh, not just uh, to serve that term, but uh, was reelected. We're going to look at what's really going on in the Golden State and uh, what it means for all of us right here in the state of Utah. And to help us do that, uh, we brought in our special inside sources host <laughs> for this segment, our producer Kelly Pierce, a longtime California resident. You, ha- you know your way around the political block down there in California. Uh, so as you look at this recall election, uh, what is it that we should actually be looking for as we get to the closing of the polls in, uh, in a few hours and then starting to look at results? Well, first off, I am a proud ex-Californian. I just have to say that right now. Be very be very clear about that. <laughs> well, I think the first thing is, you know, California is definitely a deep blue state. But as we know, the polls recently have been very off across the country. And there are a lot of people who are really angry at Governor Newsom because of how he's handled the pandemic shut businesses down, especially small businesses, violated his own health orders, you know, that famous dinner at the French Laundry with people from healthcare companies. Um, you know, there's some other issues like, you know, homelessness is just awful in the state. You know, you have housing shortage, uh, taxes are super high. So there are people, this has been brewing for a while. And then of course the pandemic just ignited this recall. Yeah. And I think that's one of the interesting things as we were talking with Scott Rasmussen in our last segment, uh, this is, it seems to be something that is not just igniting Republican passion in California and across the country, for that matter, uh, but it's also ignited a lot of folks uh, on the left and within the Democratic Party as well. Absolutely. Now, of course, the Democratic establishment is trying to frame this as the Republican recall. However, I know plenty of people, uh, one person I can think of in particular, that worked on the Dennis Kucinich campaign, mm-hmm. you know, the very uh, – a former guest here, yeah. um, also a very left-wing Democratic – congressmen, they are all in on the recall. There are a mm-hmm. lot of Democrats who are running to replace Gavin Newsom because they don't like his leadership. Yeah. I think we have 45 uh, people on the ballot. 46 people. 46. So there's Democrats, there's Republicans, Libertarians. Got a little bit of everything. And uh, so uh, just if you haven't been following uh, this race closely, so the the way this works is uh, you vote yes or no uh, for the recall. And uh, if enough people vote yes, 
then uh, you also tick a box uh, for one of those 46 candidates, and uh, it's it's no majority required. Uh, whoever's in front when the last ballot is counted uh, is declared the governor of the state of California. So there's kind of two components to it. Uh, have you heard any rumblings from some of your in, some of your inside sources from down <laughs> in California? We always trust those. Uh, in terms of how things are shaping up, you mentioned the polling is always hard in a recall election. You know, it's really, really difficult for me to really gauge this. I mean, if I had, if you had to twist my arm, I'd say probably the governor pulls this out. Probably survives. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think what people need to keep in mind is there is. California just has rampant ballot harvesting by special interest groups. And this goes from the city council race all the way up to the governor's race. You know, and you have people who, I mean, I've had friends who said, I got like four or five ballots sent to my house because they sent them to all inactive voters. And this is a largely mail-in vote. Um, And you can imagine somebody could take it, right? And I'm from the L.A. County area. And their registrar of voters has admitted they don't check the signatures to verify these ballots. Mm. So that's an interesting component. I mean, it's not it's absolutely known in the state that this happens, but it's not really well reported either. Yeah. And I think that's a fascinating thing. And this is one of those where uh, I think we've already seen uh, dueling statements and, and press conferences going on as to irregularities in the voting today, both those saying it's absolutely secure, 100 percent right. And those who are saying, hey, there's some shenanigans going on. Uh, you know, this may not be uh, certifiable in terms of an election. So that's an interesting component. I think one of the other interesting things that I've been kind of keeping my eye on today is the fact that that Joe Biden won California by 30 points. I mean, that is a massive, probably the biggest win, probably the biggest win, I think, for uh, for Joe Biden. Uh, in the presidential run, and uh, and yet here we are with a Democratic governor. Uh, President Biden was there yesterday campaigning uh, for uh, Mr. Newsom, and uh, and yet we're still having this what could be a pretty close recall election. Right, absolutely, and it's interesting. I mean, you know, uh, Kamala Harris, who is now our vice president, she was senator in California, and however, when she ran for president, uh, California didn't exactly back her up. You know, she's not exactly a popular figure there. And a lot of um, Californians were recently, I I wouldn't say they were supportive of President Biden. They were just anti-President Trump in a lot of blue, heavily populated areas. Then, of course, you have that, you know, um, uh, ballot harvesting going on as well. I know not that it doesn't happen on the Republican side, but they're a smaller piece of the pie there. So you you. You don't really have the support necessarily for the president. They just don't like the previous one. Yeah. yeah. And so fascinating in terms of how that uh, that all plays out. Uh, and then finally, Kelly, before I let you go back to producing duties, uh, how does this uh, impact us here in the state of Utah? What should Utahns be looking for or gleaning from this kind of recall election? It's obviously very expensive uh, to have a recall election. Uh, what, what do we learn from this? Well, one thing that we have to think about is whether we want recall as well in the state of Utah, because there are plenty of people who don't like their city councilman, their state representative. They think that things are going wrong and they would like a mechanism to get them out of office quicker. We talked with Randy Economy, who used to be the senior advisor um, for the California recall uh, earlier, uh, a couple months ago on this show. Um, So that's something that we have to think about as well. Also, um, just be very grateful that we have a mail-in ballot system that works here in Utah. I always have to explain to my friends in California 
that, or excuse me, people in Utah, that the California mail-in ballot system is not so tidy. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit uh, looser, looser guns there going down down in California. Kelly Pierce, uh, our producer here on Inside Sources, uh, great reporter in her, her own right, and uh, great information as always. Kelly, thanks for stepping in and helping us navigate California today. And uh, I think I think some of the important things for us to think through with this. Uh, Kelly mentioned this idea of do we want recalls in the state of Utah? They are. Uh, very expensive. Uh, they can be incredibly divisive. And are the terms the right terms? Do we have extraordinary circumstances or situations where we should look to recalls to uh, settle things when uh, maybe someone is way out of line or way out of the norm or there's extreme frustration uh, with a particular elected official? Uh, but those are all things we have to to keep in mind there. And then, of course, I think the, the broader application, uh, as uh, Scott Rasmussen pointed out, that uh, it'll be interesting to see how tonight goes in California and then the impact that might have on places like Virginia, who has a governor's race going on. Again, it's been in Democratic hands uh, for some time there in Virginia. Will this uh, hint at anything there or any underlying frustrations by voters? Uh, Also, we will ramp up very rapidly into the 2022 midterm election, which will be very important for President Biden and for Democrats and, of course, for Republicans trying to get back at least some levers of power, whether in the House or the Senate. Uh, A lot of these things are going to have impact there. Uh, And I think it goes back to uh, some of these numbers that we just have so many people who are more afraid of a Republican or a Democrat uh, than they are the Taliban or China. Uh, And that says something about the kinds of conversations we're having and not having in our country. And we're going to talk more about that coming up at 2.50. You don't want to miss it. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to talk a really crucial conversation. Liddy Huntsman and Nate Checkets join us to talk about beyond just the type 1 diabetes. Let's find out about it coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin, and my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.